Welcome to Sports Talk with Kifu and I'm your host, Kifu and Jabulora Mashango. Okay, now uh, um, I know this is a bit late, but this is basically me doing a reaction to the Bafana Bafana game. Was I impressed? No, by a long shot. I really wasn't impressed. But yeah, let's let's really get into the dove of things or how things actually worked because i predicted that they'd play with the back three judging from what they picked or who they picked so yeah i think they were also like two or three late uh changes because monara wasn't there and musalibusa wasn't there so I felt if you're going to play a back three, I literally predicted this entire let me let me run run it down for you guys. What my prediction was. It was Ronron Williams starting, Kosina TCBC, Rashin Deruk and Musa Libusa. The reason why I picked these three, Kosina TCBC was picked before Njabulong Nobu, even though I thought Njabulong Nobu should have started, right? I even wrote it down in my notes. Should start. And then Rashin Duruk, obviously. But I wouldn't have put him in the center. I would have put Musa there or even Jabulu because I know Rashin likes likes to keep... Sometimes he pushes up too much, leaving space in behind. So it's better when there's an actual sweeper next to him so that they, they can cover for his mistakes. And Uganda weren't very smart whenever he did that. So that's, that's, that's okay. But sometimes he does certain things that leave... That leave the defense exposed. So yeah, let's yeah. So let's leave that. But felt like he needed someone else there. And then Musa Lebusa was a late disclusion. So obviously they put in Maela there. Then left back. Um. Oh, I knew that Craig Martin would play as a midfielder because, as I said, when has Craig Martin ever been a midfielder? They put him in midfield. They literally gave away what they were going to do. It was dumb. Anyway, then you have Monare. I had Monare there. Late. and Another late one that wasn't included. Uh, wasn't in the squad. I don't know for what reason though. So then I had Ethan Brooks starting. Because I knew that because of those two. Uh, Tepombule and Mukwena going out. Um. Uh, due to COVID, so that they'd need to actually have Monare and Ethan Brooks playing as a pairs holding. Then I had Spusiso Mabiliso on the left, even though it didn't even impress me. But the person that really did impress me, kept the game ticking, was Ethan Brooks. But this is where it kind of goes off for me. Even Kulisi was a late inclusion, right? So... He plays Denwen Farmer there. Why doesn't he why didn't he play Ethan Brooks and Mkulise there? And then this is another problem that we had. He played Mabue out wide. So it was basically a 5 for one when we were defending. Yeah, understandably so, but even that ah, it wasn't even that four wasn't even pressing. You know when Chelsea play five four one, do you know what they do? They keep they leave that one one up front, right? He presses and they bring in three from the midfield, and then the one is just acts as a sweeper. 
but hey, hey, man, our coach. Elman Kelly did a lot of things. Denwin Farmer is not in a million years. He's not. He is a, not a central midfielder or a central defensive midfielder. Never in his life. So he was played out of position. He was played out of position. It just didn't look good. Then Mabu and Kulise playing out wide. That's an, Like, why don't you bring them closer to the midfield so that they can link up with Bongani Shongani, who I said was going to start, even though I knew, even though I wrote down that evidence Mahopa should start because he's the young player of the year, seven goals, two assists, and he's tall. He's very tall. Whereas Bongogushe Shongani has three goals and about two assists. Like, if I have seven goals and you have three goals, the one with seven goals should start. And that height was a huge factor. When evidence came on, he started troubling them because of his height. And we had a reference point. The reason why I had Kutumela just playing in behind and Mabui playing in behind is because now they could link uh, defense and attack. I mean, the midfield and attack. So it could go from defense, midfield, and then attack. They, they can create something. And as soon as they're playing around the striker, then now they could have those little bit those small one twos and whatnot and now they can create something but i didn't understand why they played them really out wide because sometimes you come in and then you, the whole reason of playing wing backs is so that you flood the in the infield and then your wing backs are actually supposed to be good enough to be actually playing there because Craig Martin and Mabiliso didn't really give us that. If you really want to play a back three in South Africa, bring on Eustace. He'll give you what, because now um, he'll give you what you need as a wing back because going forward is very good. But because it's a back three, you know that the, the other people can cover for him. You know that they can cover for him, those three defenders. Because almost always in midfield and even one of those defenders. So when he comes back, he could slot in as a central midfielder and then they could end up swapping. That's when it's on when it's in transition, specifically. So as I was watching that game, I was like, man, a lot of things are off here. It's playing a lot of people out of positions. Out of position, Kulis was being played out of position. Mabuya was being played in position in the first half, playing out wide, and then was played out of position in the second half because he was made to play central midfielder as well. And then Shongwani was now moved out to the wing, even though he scored. That this win was a fluke. This win was a fluke, and for me. I just wasn't convinced. I literally wasn't convinced. But a few changes here and there, we can go somewhere. You know what? Uh, the young squad shouldn't be too shouldn't be too down. But for me, the highlight of the match was evidence. Mahopa. I was I was speaking with Obi. I was like, yeah, evidence should start. I was like, ah, he has too much freedom on. At Barrock, I'm like, okay. But for me, based on who they picked, he should start ahead of Bongogushe Shongwan. Then he started. Once he started, once he came on in the second half, gave them a reference point, got on the ball. He's intelligent. He really does everything that you need from a striker. He really does. 
and he you know when someone does everything that you need for, you just can't complain and as soon as you can't complain then that's it that's game set and match because in the first half we had zero shots on target zero shots on target zero shots at goal zero shots attempted imagine that why because there was no link between midfield and attack Mkelele literally did what uh, Nzeki did, but I, uh, I, I actually have to applaud him for those changes that he made, even though he put some certain people out of position. But I applaud him for the changes that he made. He realized that he needed to make changes, and he made those changes, and we ended up winning. You know, sometimes... You're too stuck on the negatives and the, you don't really focus on the positives. So I really think um, there were some positives. And then some some of the other things that, um, I mean, Mudiba was also was another one. Why didn't he play Mudiba and Ethan Brooks in the start or Ethan Brooks and Kulise to start? Even Ethan Brooks in the second half, he was being played as a central attacking midfielder. I get it, he's good on the ball, but that's not his natural position. At times, he looked very confused. And Longwane just looked... Longwane looked nervous. When my brother saw him, he was like, why is this dude cold and he's been running? They're like, this dude's body language, he looks nervous. So, I also looked at him, looked looked nervous. You need people to call... As soon as they went 1-1, then everyone started easing easing in like okay as soon as evidence came on and he started giving them those those fouls in the in the forward areas and then they started now everyone started believing a bit and he gets that goal then now everyone starts believing then that second goal which yeah that goal was going off target but thanks to the deflection just hit the it hit the post and went in then that just really made them more free. And then Mahopa just proving that he is quality. He's very confident. And you can see when Evidence scored the first one and even the second one, everyone went to celebrate with him. And then when Shongwane scored, Bisha is paused. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the last time I saw that style, I don't even. <laughs> And then that was old. Oh man. Yeah, man. When I was when I was young, yo man, Shapas Pause uh, for celebration. <laughs> it was very, very funny. it was very funny. But Jabulong Mobo should have started. Uh uh CBC looked nervous. That's why I started with Musa Libusa because he, he's a bit he has a bit more experience and could have calmed down this entire thing. So yeah. But I I I, I would have had Njabulong over start. Defensive player of the year needs to start. No questions about it. No questions about him starting. So and I moved it to a four three four two three one. So Basically, even I had I have them here. It says Hugo Bros preferred style systems. 
is 3-4-2-1, which I thought they were, were going to start with. Then they moved on to a 4-2-3-1. So I really just nailed on whatever he wanted to do, especially with the squad that he has. So uh, it was... Um, it was a it was a good match. It was entertaining. If you were neutral, it was a very entertaining match because Uganda now scoring from that set piece. <sighs> Uganda scoring now just made the game a bit a bit edgier. But South Africa should have won. If they had lost, there would have been pandemonium. But they won. So first game under the belt. Young players played. Mahopa should go to the Olympics. Ethan Brooks should go to the Olympics. Looks so calm, looks so composed. Everything that he does on the ball. <laughs> the kid exudes. He exudes confidence. He exudes everything you want from a footballer. Mahopa. Can't even say it. Yesterday, I think that was his coming out party to the entire world. That was his coming out party. You know certain players have that, that coming out party. <sighs> Yo, if he goes to the Olympics, he'll be so confident and he'll be so calm. Hope he plays magnificently well. I really do hope because he just went down and he was clutching his his calf or slash Achilles to that to that area. His, yeah, his calf slash Achilles very... Uh, yeah, it he he landed badly, so we'll see what happens. But him going to the Olympics, that would be so amazing. Him going there, dominating, and you know what? If he goes there and he dominates, I want him to go to Europe. You know what? He fits European football to a T, like that tall striker, but he's very good on the ball. Very, very, you know, almost Giroud-esque. Because he's very, he's, he's tall, gives you that reference point. And he gives you that, that you know, that link-up play just makes everyone around him feel better. You know, you know with certain players, you, you can just, you, know, you can see and even how people react to him, that they love him in that dressing room. Everyone loves him. When he scored, everyone, even the goalkeeper, Ronwen ran from wherever he was ready. Like a goalkeeper running to celebrate with you, your captain. I don't think he did that with Longwane, but he did that with Mahopa's two goals. That means they love the boy. They love him. So, yo, he should be going to the Olympics and dominating. No two ways about it. I don't care what happens, but he should be going there and dominating those defenders and just giving them a torrid time he'll give them a torrid time because now he's tall and him giving you that reference point Luther Singh and whoever are gonna just run in behind and he he has the ability to actually put those passes in so he, he's gonna be a scary scary prospect for defenders wish him all the best I really do wish him all the best I said he should start so I'm so happy. I'm so happy for him. Young player, loved by everyone. And just hope he carries on. And yeah, he proved me right. He gave me evidence <laughs> on what I was saying. Uh, now, moving on to um, the fight game. Yeah, boxing. There uh, were well, a few friendlies. I didn't watch those friendlies, man. No, Eskom and doing this thing. But anyway, tomorrow's 
yeah, today is the start of the Euro, so oh, Italy, Turkey, that one's going to be a mother because two very good teams, two very, very, very amazing teams, and both are teams that people wouldn't expect to do well, but are going to do quite well, so we'll see th- this match, but I feel, I think, no, you know what, some um based on what i've seen italy should win i mean they have a midfield that is gonna dictate the entire pace of the match it's also gonna be italy will create chances but it will be will they score because if they don't score turkey turkey might catch them but for me italy should win italy should win the the midfield you know most games are won and lost in midfield. This one should be won by Italy's midfield. And I'm not discounting Turkey, but I think Italy first in the group, Turkey second. Because Turkey are going to be a problem. And even for Italy, they're going to pose them a few problems. Especially, everyone knows that Jorginho can't defend. So, Chernoglu might have a field day there. But... Italy are gonna keep the ball and gonna gonna run Turkey ragged. So, yo, let's see if I'm right, if I'm correct, and even Locatelli, guys, watch out for this kid named Locatelli. Ooh, amazing defensive midfielder. If you don't know him yet, you should know him. You should, you should know the kid Locatelli. Ooh, amazing passing range, especially against the press. How he's be very good against the press can pass through the press can get can dispossess people the kid is just a dm watch out for him his passing his passing is amazing but yeah manchester united should go out and get locatelli 30 or 40 million go out and get locatelli Stop with this whole Declan Rice. Declan Rice gets dispossessed so many times. He's not even good on the ball. He won't work at Man United. With what we need to go forward. So, that just won't work. And lastly, last but not least, oof, I was actually supposed to watch the Nets. And, yeah, I was actually, I woke up to actually watch the Nets and Milwaukee. But, hey. Scope, then I didn't watch that much, so yeah. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Floyd and in other news, Floyd, Money Mayweather, and Logan Paul they had a million pay per view buys, and a pay per view buy was what 49.99 US dollars. 49 US basically is 50 dollars, right? Because you rounded off to the nearest tenth. It's basically fifty dollars. That one cent is just for marketing, but it's basically that they made fifty million dollars. So, uh, due to the contract that they had, Floyd gets fifty percent off pay per view buys. Oof. That means Floyd went home with twenty five million, and on top of the thirty million, he said he sold thirty million in patches. Then that's ten million again that he got from the fight. That's leaves him at about 65 mil yeah i think he made but he did say he made between 50 and 100 mil so 
So he made, he made a decent, decent amount of money. He made a decent amount of money. 65 mil in child's play. And Logan Paul, I mean, him making 10%, I mean, just $5 million. Man, I'll be laughing straight to the bank with this. <laughs> Even though Fudo got 25, I got, what, 5 million? That's a lot. Getting 5 million is a lot, man. At five million is a lot. Five million US dollars. That's a lot. Although he didn't get uh he got a lot of exposure from the fight, even though a lot a lot of us already knew of him. But yeah, he's got money in the bank now. And yo, five million in he you know Floyd was gonna obviously he's gonna take the bigger part of the press and Floyd wasn't serious. He did what he said. He said, I'm just going to be happy. I'm just going to enjoy myself. And then he says, this is going to be, this is a legalized bank robbery. And at $65 million, Floyd is right. <laughs> I legalized. Are you going to take down $65 million just to fight a person that's not an actual boxer? And Floyd loves, loves being in the gym. He's always in the gym. So... I can't tell that guy nothing. So, yeah, I'm happy for Floyd. And and what really made me laugh was he's like, "Are you kids gonna eat? Are you eat, kids gonna eat legacy or are they gonna eat currency? Because like they're not gonna eat legacy, but they'll they definitely eat currency. So, oh, tell with some legacy. Oh man, fighting against a YouTuber for your legacy. Yo man, pay per view is like yo, my kids gotta eat." Back is home. <laughs> so yeah, guys. Oh, thank you guys for listening to Sports Talk with Kifu and I'm your host, Kifu Njabulo. Hope you enjoyed this half as much as I enjoyed making this for you guys. And yeah, my dog hosts for the Euros, Turkey, Italy, and Spain. Spain got an easy group. Someone said Poland, but also but Another team that I've seen play really well and surprisingly well is Scotland, to be honest. Scotland play really good football. I'm surprised. So, yeah. I'm not saying that the dark horses, my dark horses are those three. But, yeah, as long as, you know what, Poland and Spain can always get out of the group. And once you get out of your group, anything can happen. Anything can happen. We've seen it with Portugal. Anything can happen. So, yeah. Thank you guys for listening to. Yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this half as half as much as I enjoy making this for you guys because I really enjoy making these. And you know, guys, I'm out. Thank you very much.